All right, you primitive screwheads, listen up. Ain't no rules. There is no plan. No safety net. Yeah, baby. <laughs> yeah. The Three Nose Podcast. Oh, bitter batter. Let's get at her. Uh-oh. Uh, nope, that's not open it. Nope. Keep oh. trying. Don't give up. I'm not. I'm not. Never give up. But there's also broken glass on it. Oh, shit. Yeah. Oh. This was one of the ones that fell. Ah. So, I just... Oh. Success. Success. N- and no blood. No, or well, minimal, minimal blood. Just a second. <laughs> Uh, oh, there's there's glass. Oh shit! Yeah, not in you that hope. I can see, but you hope you're it, gonna take a chance. I'm gonna take a chance. Living on the edge. Wow. Twenty five dollars gets you the whole seat, but you only need the edge. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The uh, um. Hi, welcome to Three Notes Podcast. Oh, yeah. I'm Jason. I'm Mike. Um, yeah, that's a weird way to start. But well, are you yeah. okay? Is your beverage okay? I'm, I, I should be all right. You're, you still haven't taken a drink yet, though. Well, mm-hmm. mm. ground up glass, <laughs> a little extra flavor. That's what it is. <laughs> so, oh. so how's things? Well, you know, you, you know, I yeah. know, you know, I know. I know about last night. Yeah. Uh, last night was fucking awesome. You like that? Uh, well, okay, uh, on multiple levels. Okay. Hey, I just saw your new toy. Awesome. Well, you just noticed? <laughs> just noticed okay, it hanging when you, there. When you went this way, I, th- I thought you were going to go pick it up. <laughs> no, but. no, I just did, just totally oblivious. Oh, boy. <laughs> Very high. Um, you know, as usual. Um, anyways, uh, yeah. Uh, I Heroes Unlimited, that system is been a favorite of mine because it is so like comic book yeah and unfortunately over the years it's not one i've gotten to play very often Mm-mm. it's always been a, i've been the one running it yeah and it's so. a riffs riffs system so a lot of that whole company is directed is built to direct to right into riffs yes so um, that's so smart move with the heroes and and keeping it strictly heroes yeah. because that's a Pandora's box oh, that is dangerous I to just open. Did not want to deal with. I've done it multiple times. Yeah. It it does cause problems. Yeah, Cosmo Knights, or is it Cosmo Knights? Cosmo Knights are the ones that can rip planets in half. Right. Yeah. yeah. I was just like, mm, I don't want to deal with a party of those things. <laughs> yeah. So I, I did do something fun where there was uh, a, a pair of them that were brothers that um, had a big feud and the, t- the crew got in, in mixed up with them. It was fun. Terrible idea. Yeah. Terrible idea. Um, yeah. They thought they could take them. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you think? I think Tom's character, who was quite possibly the strongest, I think maybe survived one hit. Oh, jeez. <laughs> one hit. Yeah. The fact that they did that is impressive. And said your character survived one hit. Yeah. So night. yes, last night we get into this game, this new Heroes Unlimited game, and um, I'm playing a day one hero. Yep. Like, she don't know what she's doing, and well, heroes run into the battle. So I ran into the trouble, and I I I think I scratched it with this clay, whatever it was, it was a, a 
earth mo- the being. Yeah, ultra physical structure stone. Ah, oh stone, stone. Yep. I thought it was more dirt, but no. okay, stone, stone. Still, yeah, a, a, a stone dude chucking stones at us and popping walls and just and doing I, doing bad guy stuff and doing bad guy stuff. And well, I'm super strong, but <laughs> sometimes the rock the still wins. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and he got, he managed to land a shot. Boy, did he ever. <laughs> I could picture like Deadpool going through a couple walls. Yeah. You know, that kind yeah, of situation. That's, that's the visual I had. Just, just ragdolling. Yeah. <laughs> no, cartwheeling in midair. Yep. They said contacting a sheet of plate glass and. Yep. But I got back up because I, I could take that hit. Yep. I took one. Once. <laughs> Once. I only got one in me. Yeah. <laughs> but the fact that you got back up is. Pretty amazing. That shot that uh, Carter landed. (laughs) And that sped up my timetable greatly. (laughs) I noticed. So, (laughs) (laughs) because he he goes, Oh, yeah, I'm going to do a power punch. All right. And with, with his character, his superpower is growth. As he grows, his strength is exponential. He hits, he hits the bad guy with a power shot for ninety six points of damage, <laughs> and he follows up with another one that luckily missed. And I like as soon as I did the math on that first one, it was like, uh oh, <laughs> here comes the knockout punch. Here, yeah, here comes oh, this, this. This fight's going to be over real fast, and his his backup's not here yet so and then cue the music cue the music <laughs> i had that idea plotted out when i began talking you about briefly your- mentioned to me in passing a, a something about a fortunate son yeah and I'm, i was intrigued yeah uh, all right <laughs> I, I honestly thought it was a hero i thought it was our backup who was going to come take this guy down like you know, we we held him, held him down long enough. Yep. And here comes the cavalry, the one hero big enough to take him down. Yep. Nope. <laughs> Wrong. <laughs> nope. The escape plan. If. Oh, okay. I can let this cat out of the bag now. It's after the fact. Oh, that's a hunk of glass. Yep. Delicious. Um, the whole idea, if if landslide wasn't as hurt as he was. Uh, Fortunate Son was going to come in, and you you guys are going to react exactly the way you did. Thought he, he was your backup. He was going to crash the helicopter as he landed, okay, causing more property damage, okay, and sowing chaos as uh, him, uh, Fortunate Son, and <clears throat> uh, landslide fought a a, a, a retreating okay. battle. All right. So there was no guarantees that they were going to get out of that area right. if they had to fight a, a, a retreat battle. But it just came to, it came into like, it is now an extraction. So the move with the, the uh, crevice underneath half the building. So Carter had to throw himself under there to hold the building up. Yeah. Like that was, that was a smart move. Yeah. How to take that the strongest player the big gun the had to come out of the out of the equation and yeah. how you do that and they said you drop buildings on everybody <laughs> so yep 
Um, but yeah, so much fun. But I, I was having a lot of fun playing it. Mm-hmm. You know, she's. I, I'm trying to play her as so questionable about everything. Yeah, and she can't hold her emotions. No, no. She, <laughs> she, your character definitely, definitely has her heart on the sleeve, <laughs> and is just a. Uh, <clears throat> oh. A wellspring of emotion, yeah, good, bad, or otherwise. When she so. collects herself, she tries to be, you know, sensible and right, right. She's like, she <laughs> hold it together, hold it together. Fuck it, I can't hold it together anymore. I just, just. you want to know where I'm drawing some inspiration? Oh, where Shorzy? Oh. <laughs> a little bit of Shorzy, bit not of Shorzy. quite as dickish, yeah, but yeah, yeah. Uh, there's a little bit of Shorzy there. Yeah, that's where I'm going. So. I'll let the cat out of the bag, too. Oh, all right. So, where were your characters going before everything went sideways? The uh, Madison Square Garden. Right. Why? For tri- for uh, t- tryouts. Right. Yes. Okay. There were no tryouts. Oh, there was tryouts. There was tryouts. Right, right, okay. right. Okay. Yeah. Madison Square Garden. Madison Square Garden. For tryouts. Superhero tryouts. Superhero tryouts. One punch. One man. punch. Fuck. <laughs> oh my god. How did I not see that? I don't know. Oh my god. Nobody gosh. got it. Ah, damn it. I'm just like, this is so transparent. I can't believe I missed that. Well done, sir. Damn. <laughs> wow. That's that was cool. <laughs> but yeah, uh, I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm really. If, as quickly as this character came together, yep. I'm invested. Well, this is your third character I know. before I, you even rolled dice. I, I understand. Like, I have a problem. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're stuck with her now. Mm. And now I'm, I'm fine with that. Is yeah. This can go places. Yeah. Well, I think you 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 had an idea with uh, Brogan. Mm-hmm. And it was, there was just something there that... Well, okay, you play, you base it off Logan Paul, uh, that, like that kind of YouTube douchebaggery, right? Using right. that as a front for right. Batman kind of thing. So that I, I don't, I didn't see you playing that. That's why it wasn't hard for me to shift. Right. I was, I've been struggling with that. I'm like, can I really do this? Can I like as yeah. fun as it is? What I think, where I think Brogan y'all would fit better for me is if I do and ever running a heroes game again he mm-hmm. could be my my npc he could be my sir yes you know yeah, yeah. you know the, the philanthropist behind the team yeah you know something like that there you go that could work <laughs> but uh, as a pl- uh, at least i don't think i could play him the way he, if you really want to play him well i think i think you wanted to go way over the top with him somewhat yeah and you're doing that already with uh murbo okay yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. So, in you're you, you're typecasting yourself. Okay. And I think you subconsciously caught on to that. <laughs> Maybe. <clears throat> so you're going like, hey, I'm already doing this. I want to try something. To Th- help. This is and what this what that says to me is what I have been seeing about myself. Is I am where I'm still stuck in mud. I am st- pulling through the mud. I, yeah. You know, there is still movement. The wheels are turning. Well, and, you just you know, I, I keep grinding a yeah. little bit, but movement is movement, and I'm slowly getting a little bit. There you go. 
feel a little lighter, Tra- you know? Tracks and distraction. Yes. So, um, and occupying myself, I'm getting a little bit, uh, a few other things moving. Yep. So, and now I have the, the London Comic Con thing. Yeah, you really need to focus on that. That's, that, I've got to wait for, for Jacob for some information. So he's got to make the connections and everything. Yeah, yeah. It, the ball's in his court. But uh, that has some exciting potential. Oh, absolutely. Not to mention, it'll just be a fun weekend. Yeah. yeah. You know? Uh, but yeah, London Comic Con is September 17th, 18th. In lovely downtown London, Ontario, Canada. Yep. I can't Ticket information it. soon. Uh, it's at LondonComicCon.com, I believe it. Oh, there you .ca. Uh, yeah, it's Gary Payton from Walking Dead. Mm-hmm. Billy Zane. Billy Zane. Yeah, you just said that. That's, that was that a, he was the latest announcement. Yeah. Um, but the one that peaked uh, our, it's, uh, I say, who what now? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, it's like, because hmm. this is Kevin Universe. Yes. Ming fucking Chen. Yep. From Comic Book Men. From Tell Him Steve, Dave, Puck Nuts, and whatever else. Uh, uh, the Ming and Mike Show, a, a shared universe podcast, universe uh, network. Uh, I sell comics. Um, I've been doing my research, bro. <laughs> um, the, a bunch of the Kevin movies. Didn't he admin the uh, the Averski message boards? That's how he kind of came into them? He didn't admin them. Oh, okay. He made them. He made them. He made them. Okay. <laughs> So what happened was uh, Ming Chen was attending University of Michigan, saw clerks, was just enamored with the movie, and he built a fan web page for clerks, and then got a hold of Kevin somehow, some way, and he goes, yeah, I'm a huge fan of your movie, and I made this. And Kevin goes, would you like to make the rest of it? And this is like early days this public is, internet. Like, yeah. not everybody had internet nope. yet. Nope. Dial-up. Home dial-up didn't even exist. No, nope. you're looking at um, not message boards, but uh, what were those old? BBSs. BBSs. Yes. Yeah, bullet, bullet, yeah, bulletin this is, board systems. Yes, this is the later days of the bullet board system. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Ming Chen started making... The View Askew Universe mm-hmm. uh, web presence, and they really haven't looked back since. And so. yeah, and he's going to be in London. Yeah, and he likes to talk. Yes, he does. So um, we put some uh, the, some feelers will be thrown to possibly get him on one of our microphones. That would be so something else right there. So yeah, it's. There's a lot, a lot to, that has to happen between then, right. and it's going to come down to you know. Uh, it's ultimately it's his choice. Yes. So yes, you, you know. But hey, it's it's a possibility. Absolutely. So like you're said. saying, there's a chance. Well, considering <laughs> this episode is the greatest podcast episode ever. Absolutely. We would be remiss if we did not. Take that shot. Exactly. Why? Because you miss a hundred percent of the shots you never take. Exactly. Yeah. And who said that? Wayne fucking Gretzky. That's right. The, the great, great one. one. Number ninety nine. Yes. So ninety nine in the roster. Number one in our hearts. Absolutely. Man, that's cheesy. Greatest <laughs> hockey player ever. Though he would say Gordy Howe, but 
the argument will the always argument, stand. Yeah, so just, it's kind of generational, much right. like uh, you know when you look at wrestling. Yes. Want to look at wrestling? Oh, sure. That was a segue. <laughs> um, uh, one quick note back to the Heroes game. Yep. I'm fucking loving it. I can't wait to play again. Like, can we play again tomorrow? Like, uh, Probably not tomorrow, uh, but next week is probably doable. Next week might not be good for me, but I'll find out. Oh. We might have granddaughter. Ah. And Xander's going to be home. Gotcha. Xander, Xander's coming home for four days. Oh. And we, there is one thing that's going to happen. When they come home. Yeah. Xander, myself, and Landon will be watching They Live. Oh, finally. 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 Xander's nice. idea. They've been watching lots of films, and they started watching it and said, nope, I want to watch it with Dad. Yeah. So, and I've roped Landon into it. <laughs> that's a that's a <laughs> classic, yeah, cult classic yes. movie. Now, I Tally's not involved. Tally's already seen it. Not a fan. Tally doesn't go for cheese as much, so he's he's much more a bit more of a cinephile. Oh, listen to you, you pretentious little fuck. <laughs> That's another <laughs> term, I guess. Uh, yeah, he just he doesn't he doesn't go for cheese as much. Yeah, well, he's, so he's he's purposely limiting himself. He That's, will he will watch sometimes. At my because he he he's, pressures me to watch. So he's watching. He, he will he's turn watching around. ironically, basically. Yes. So is he giving it a fair shake? No. Is he looking at it like pro- no, probably no. not. Just Tell like him. most people do when it, when they look at stuff like Peacemaker and don't acknowledge the acting prowess that John Cena is presenting. <laughs> but I don't want to get back into that argument again. <laughs> I couldn't see him half the time. <laughs> <laughs> Holy fuck. Uh, yeah, we couldn't see and the that's guy. That's the timing you look at Ming Chen on this show. <laughs> and we it's like we couldn't see the guy in the helicopter right. last night. That's right. <laughs> he looked like John Cena. Oh, like, I was fuck. like, okay, how the fuck do I describe Fortunate Son? John Cena. <laughs> so enough said. Yeah. <laughs> fuck. Oh, damn. Uh, where were we? <laughs> I think we we're trying to segue into, oh, into yes. wrestling, but you you were talking uh, about. Uh, um, I can't wait to play again. Yeah, and, Heroes Unlimited and, again, and then we got into Tally and they live and yeah. Okay, yeah. Zan- um, Xander's coming down. Xander, Xander's coming home. Uh, they come home again September for September tenth. Oh, for his concert for his the Chatham's three tenors yeah. concert, which that's going to. And be I awesome. believe Chatham has more than three tenors. Yes, you're right. So, but until somebody comes up, you know, it's, you got to earn the shot. You got to earn the title. You got to fight your way in. You know, fucking punk kids yeah, just you, calling themselves tenors. You, you call one of them out, like uh, it's like tribe by combat. <laughs> there can be only three vocal combat. <laughs> kind of like riff when, off, like the riff off and, and pitch perfect. You when, know, they, well, like when you win, do you rip the guy's vocal cords out. No, they have little little sash things, and you. Oh. Take the sash. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's a boutonniere. The boutonniere. That's what's called. Boutonniere. You de him. Yep. yep. All right. Yep. It's the boutonniere sure. that gives the title. Oh. Like, it's like rank. It's like and it's it's like medals in, in in military. Like a white one, and then uh, yeah, like a pink. Yeah, one you didn't know this. I, well, I'm not very steeped in tenderness. Oh yeah. And, uh, oh yeah. I, th- I thought this was public knowledge. No. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There's it's, there's a lot more 
discipline and 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 uh, structure. This okay to stage production. Here's the thing: tenor club. What's the first rule of tenor club? Don't talk about tenor club. That's not true. No, no. What is it? No, tenor club. You have to talk about all the damn. Time. Oh, it's called just publicity. Fucking, <laughs> just can't shut up about tenor. Exactly. Club. Fuck. All right. <laughs> How do you know you're in tenor club? Just give him a second, he'll tell you. All right. Okay, I got you. I keep getting my clubs uh, mixed up. That can be dangerous. <laughs> oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. Hey, wrestling. What? Okay. Uh, um, so, SummerSlam was last night. Yes, it was. And uh, I vaguely follow WWE stuff. I, I, you know, loosely. I loosely pay attention. I read headlines. And, excuse me, after last night's game, there was, like, I realized uh, what time it was, so I thought, oh, see, see if it's still on. And I caught it just in time for the main event. Oh. Yeah. They, I been, watched it live. They've been doing, like, late, like, long, long, long shows. shows, and people are getting a little annoyed. Yeah. Because it's just too much. Well, I don't, this one, did this one start at 7 I, or 8? Pre-show started at 7. Okay, that's all. That's four hours leading up to yeah, the main event. That's a five hour. That's a that's uh, a New Japan. That's a New Japan show, and the quality is not New Japan quality, right? So, oh, um, look behind you. You're being stalked. The great beast of the plains has <laughs> locked in on his target. Adam. Yeah. Adam. Um, so, um, you know, my, re- I get a lot, you know, my wrestling news from what culture, I'll, I'll acknowledge them. They're, yeah. uh, they're funny. And oh, you acknowledge your tribal chief? I- <laughs> no. Oh, no. Wow. I can't you're say all about I acknowledgement. I-, I can't say that I do acknowledge the tribal chief. I, I haven't watched to see that I can truly say he deserves my acknowledgement as of yet. What little I have seen of his stuff over the last few years, not there yet. But my perspective is limited. Okay. Okay. Yep. Um, we'll I'll break this down as we go along. So, I, I have not been quiet about, I don't like what, what I'm hearing is coming from WWE. Yeah. I, nothing has gotten my attention or very, very little. Nothing to make me want to watch at all. That might change. We'll get there. Okay. <laughs> I'm just saying. Um, I'm, I'm just saying. Change, change is a coming. Well, and yeah. that's to be expected given the circumstances. Yes. And it's what we all expected might happen. Like, it's already you happening. Know, and it's happening, yep. that's, which is great. Um, AEW got my attention because they are doing less of the stuff that I don't like. And a little more of the stuff that I do enjoy. A little, I like a little more of the realism, the greediness. Yeah. You know that stuff. That's yeah. what I. That's what attracts me now. Now, I used to like the other stuff. Yeah, I used to thoroughly enjoy the other stuff. The other stuff being WWF. The, the other stuff being sports entertainment. Gotcha. I've lost my spark for sports entertainment, and. I want to watch something that's a little more real, you know. If we're, if, you know, I want to watch pro wrestling. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, there's the, as as corny as it sounds, uh, you know, with Jer- that's Jericho's shtick right now. Yeah. is sports entertainment versus pro wrestling and yeah. all. You know, 
it's a fucking real thing. (laughs) It's actually real thing. I outgrew sports entertainment. I think the PG era, like when we we came off the Attitude Era, right? And when you when you make such a massive turn from the Attitude Era, which was pushing the limits of TV fourteen. Mm-hmm. Like oh, really pushing the limits oh, of TV fourteen. Some of, that, that, some of that stuff's absolutely insane. Right. What they got away with. Right. I Vince must have been paying a ton of people. Fourteen point five million. We well, know of <laughs> that. We that, know of that, that's a different situation. But <laughs> but when you when you when oh, they when oh, you're like, talking like you know officials like right like, oh, like, oh, like oh paying fines and stuff like gotcha. authority figures okay. Yeah. Um, when you, when you switch like a hard 180 without really telling anybody what's going on, you go from the Attitude Era to the PG Era, you're like a bunch of people that weren't holding on are going to be flying off into outer space. That's exactly what happened to me. Yep. That is exactly what happened. I just didn't realize it. That's a perfect analogy. Yep. <laughs> Hit the brakes. I went through the windshield. Yep. That's exactly what I'm going to pump them. I'm going <sighs> to jump on the always- brakes. Told me to put my seatbelt on, right, and I right. didn't. Safety first. Why? Yeah. Attitude era to PG era. <laughs> Just that's that. Yeah. So, but so SummerSlam. I hear the news. I you know I see the ups and downs reviews yep. uh, from Simon Miller. He's on fucking cameo now. <laughs> <laughs> so you're saying you want a cameo from Simon Miller for your birthday? Uh, just saying he's on cameo, and I think that's, <laughs> that makes me giddy for some reason. Um, I'm gonna probably just I'd get one for myself. Just <laughs> hey Simon, just just give me a bump, you know? Come on, give me give me a little something. Uh, <laughs> honestly, I want to use it to try and get him to come onto the podcast. But how the hell do I do that? Well, you throw a bunch of money at him. I give him a script. No, I give him the script for the cameo, and it's him saying, I, Simon Miller, agreed to appear on. (laughs) So he's making a verbal declaration. If he doesn't proofread it, it'll work. It'll be legally binding. And you think he won't proofread it? He he himself admits that he's not the brightest bulb sometimes. Well, he likes to call himself a big (laughs) dum-dum. That, okay, coming from the king of self-deprecation <laughs> humor, you would understand. Really? You think I earned the crown? Why? You think I earned the crown? Well, I'm, I'm, uh, really? Okay, local. How's that? Okay. Intercontinental. There we go. Okay. All, right. All, right. All, right. All right. I'll take it. I'll take it. I don't plan to go any higher up in the league. Well, intercontinentals are respectable. Belt. Absolutely. So. Speaking of that, that just brought to mind. Johnny Gargano, there's a lot of buzz. Is he going to come back to WWE? Whatever, right? Um, he did say one of his one of the, his his personal career goals is to get the Intercontinental title. Well, yeah. So it, it's it's the wrestler's belt. So so yeah. So never say never. There. No. Um, especially now. Um, <laughs> especially. <laughs> SummerSlam. Uh, I'll skip the pre-show stuff because I didn't uh, didn't even read that. Uh, Bianca Belair and Becky Lynch. Yes, I am. I've seen some of both of their works. Yes, um, they're both pretty talented. Bianca Belair is probably one of the best pure athlete wrestlers in that. She company. did seem a little smoother to me. Yeah, I, I will say that. Yeah. She she seemed a little less clunky. She has, I said, her athleticism 
carries her so much farther than a lot of other wrestlers. Like if she's a natural athlete, okay, natural athlete, that, it shows, and she's put in the work to become a better pro the, wrestler. The hair thing is just that's that's a gimmick. Like, that's holy thing. cow, that's yeah. a thing. That's her. That's her gimmick. Um, so, but you know, it, it it was a good, solid. Uh, I felt it was a solid, a solid match. What little I saw of it, the clips, uh, clips and whatnot. But uh, then the whole stuff at well, the end. Okay. My understanding is Becky got hurt. Oh, really? I believe she I, separated her shoulder. I didn't see or hear anything. There's like there's a picture of her. Oh, and her her either her collarbone or her there, there's something very visually wrong with her right shoulder. Oh, I hadn't seen or heard anything about that. No, I think so. they kept that under wraps. But somebody got kind okay. of a candid picture. Okay, and her shoulder looks pretty messed up. Okay, well, but then they had the return. Yes, of Bailey finally. Bailey and Dakota Kai, who, who I'm was not out of the company. Yeah, that's what I just there because. What culture put another video on like a different topic, like ten things they screwed up or something? Yeah. And her, her they mentioned her at one point about her being gone. Yeah. <laughs> and she just came yeah. back. <laughs> yeah, she was gone. They they released Dakota Kai. Vince had didn't know what he could do with Dakota Kai. Well, H knows. H knows. <laughs> Dakota Kai and Io Shirai, Shirai, but now she's going by Io Sky. Yeah. Or EO? EO Sky. EO Sky. Yep. Um, I, I don't know. A new woman's faction. I, I have no investment there, but it sounded intriguing. But, okay, here's a little more back. I was reading a little bit deeper into this. Mm-hmm. Bailey pitched this faction a year and a half ago to Vince. Really? Really. Holy cow. And he goes, no. Vince shot it down hard. Okay, Bailey, one of their top female stars, as I understand it, yep. the, uh, particularly a, a couple years ago, yep. um, and he didn't listen. Nope. Well, <laughs> bye, Vince. Bye, Vince. <laughs> yeah. So you can see right now, already, things are changing rapidly. Right. The fact that I'm, we're even talking about this right now. Correct. It says something, at least it, it, in my books. Because it's... It's catching your attention. Yes. The way AEW, when it first came out, caught your attention. Mm-hmm. It cut through the noise, and you're going like, oh, shit. Bailey's back. Dakota Kai is back in the company. That, yeah, yeah uh, just knowing that little bit of her, without knowing any of her actual wrestling work or anything, just that intrigues me the most, Yeah, is what her story is. Because, because that, with Dakota Kai coming back into the company, she was done with that company. Mm-hmm. That just you're talking about Johnny Gargano, right? Uh, yep, yep. So that right there is like, hmm. Okay, if Dakota Kai can come back, Gargano can come back, and Sasha, I know I like Gargano. Sasha can come back. I have no investment in Sasha. I have zero investment. I've not She's, seen her work. I know everybody heralds it. Yeah, I don't have any investment there. She is a a big time fan favorite. Mm-hmm. Um. Is she worth it though? Yeah. Is she good? Okay, she 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 was on a Disney show. She she has social cachet outside of. Oh yeah, she's, she's related to Snoop Dogg or something. Snoop's or? cousin. So she has. There's there's a lot with Sasha Banks. So Mercedes. it's not, not entirely about her. It's what else she brings to the table. That's what all of it is. Yeah, you're because right. yeah. 
you if you if you look at like Twitter followers, that's a thing. It's a it's a big thing. So with the the social media, if you're pulling in social media views from just outside of WWE, like Sasha with the Mandalorian mm-hmm. and all these other things, you're getting eyes that might not necessarily watch wrestling, but they like that person. Maybe they'll check out that person on this other show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. that's why. Well, so I, I, I believe me, I understand the hype yeah. and, and the hype, if the hype has to be there for a reason, yeah. you know, it very rarely is real hype. Is it wrong? There's there's a difference between real hype and we're in on the joke hype. Oh, you mean kind of like when <clears throat> Vince was demanding we cheer Roman Reigns? Yes, and everybody was booing him, and also a little bit. I want I'm putting in this in my thought pattern here. Uh, Danhausen, yeah. okay, he's a fun comedy act, you know, but is he? He's he's never going to be taken seriously. No, and how how many how much. How much gas is in that tank? I know. And what little we got to see of his wrestling against Ricky Starks. Like, I've seen Starks. Starks can move. Starks a decent in the ring. And Housen looked like he was moving at half speed. Right. So, so whatever. You, you, you bring the dude in for the gimmick, yep. hoping that there's more to it than just the gimmick. And you go like, oh, it's just a gimmick. Yeah. Now, can they do anything interesting with that gimmick? We'll see. Whatever. I'm not fully invested. I'm invested in the other half of that and what happened, what followed after with the hook stuff. That has my intention. You know, as weird as it as it's playing, yeah. I'm, I'm digging the hook story right now. Which is baffling to me about <laughs> hook because <clears throat> he's no bigger than that microphone stand. Yeah, I know. And sure, he's Taz's kid. But that doesn't impart any superpowers to this guy. Apparently, it does. I don't. I, I don't I, the know only how. the only real flaw I see to what is the the worst his worst offense. He no sold the pile driver completely. And oh, his dad did the same thing. His dad, Taz, no sold a Jerry Lawler pile driver in Memphis. Oh, I yes, I do remember in Memphis. that. Yeah, in in fucking Memphis. Yes, fuck. So Memphis. Working for Mid South, like that right there. Or was it not Mid South? Maybe the promotion. It'll come back to me. Anyways, um, uh, yeah, Jerry Lawler was banned from using the pile driver in Memphis because it was so over. People thought they were like legitimately watching a murder in the <laughs> ring. The only other person. That no sold a Jerry Lawler Memphis pile driver, Hawk from the Road Warriors. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> so this was oh, like was like nuts, a, a so. once in a generation thing. So Hawk Taz, like I guess Hook. So <laughs> they've they've somehow inherited perfect neck vertebrae that doesn't feel pain or compression. Yeah, apparently. I they're, they're, they're made of Nerf. <laughs> or hockey pucks. <laughs> oh. Oh. <laughs> um, uh, okay, so back to back to SummerSlam. Um, where are we are here? Bianca Belair, I, Becky Lynch. I don't want to even talk about Logan Paul the Miz. I, I, 
It's a paycheck. Yeah. Him. They're, they're hyping up that Logan Paul is, is doing these moves and whatever. Yeah. You've watched, if you've watched any Eddie Guerrero tribute video like Logan Paul has, you're watching Eddie Guerrero. That's what it sounded like. He did the frog splash. Yeah. So, like, whatever. My, like, mind you, it was from the top rope to the floor. Miz was on a table. He did that. And it was just like, okay, that's risky. Yep. So, but why? Because, because he's getting paid buckets of money. Um, Bobby Lashley versus Theory. Okay, I didn't. Um, it, it, I don't understand if Theory, if Theory was supposed to be the next Golden Child. Uh-huh. And I get the you know it's Vince's golden child and now Vince is gone. Dad's but not this, here anymore. But this started before that. Yeah, they're on this. They're just fucking pummeling theory. Like yeah. everybody yeah. is. Everywhere he goes, he gets his ass. Beat. He gets pummeled. Yep. Yeah. And that's essentially what this match sounded like was just a squash. Yeah. I don't understand it. But in that same breath, I'm curious to see where they're going with it. <laughs> See how that works. Will there be a, a? Will they give us an actual payoff or not? I know that he did try to do the briefcase, try to cash in, and but he but he got taken out before he could do that. Right, so it didn't happen. He yeah. still has the briefcase, <laughs> and Lesnar destroyed him again. Oh God, he <laughs> hit him. Lesnar hit him with those fucking briefcase shots. I'm just like, oh, he's trying to murder this guy. <laughs> he hit him so hard with these things. I'm just like, he he's leaving lasting memories. Yeah, <laughs> he certainly is. He was signing his name. Brock was here in oh, every hit. Fuck. I said he he came through. <clears throat> Brock did, and he hit him with something. Theory goes down. Brock picks up the the briefcase. And just fucking wears his cat out with his briefcase. Brock picks him up, gives him an F5, and he, like, looks down exactly where he's putting him. And he put this fucking kid right in the middle of that briefcase when he landed him with his F5. I was like, oh. Pinpoint precision of an F5. Yeah. And then you can see Theory, like, roll over to the barricade. He's like, I'm just going to stay out of the way for the rest of the, <laughs> the night. I'm done now. Yeah. I'm like, uh, uh, just yeah. stop hitting it's, me, please. It, I'll admit, because I just keep hearing about how this kid's getting beat, I am curious. When they try to when they try to do the payoff, will it work? Does the kid have what it takes to pull it off? That's the key. Yeah. Um, Knowing nothing about this kid. No, I don't know much about him, and... He's he's a great promo. As I said, his stuff with Vince was fucking beautiful in the fact that it made you hate this kid with the passion of a thousand fiery suns kind of thing. So is that why they're doing this? Yeah, it's, it's just pure. It's just punishment. I uh, I don't know if it's punishment, but it, I think it's a bastardization of the storyline that they started with him. Okay, and like when when Vince left. And Theory came out on, I think it was a Raw or a SmackDown, to confront Roman. And Roman goes, like, Daddy's not here anymore. And I was like, oh, nice burn. <laughs> and it was, everybody in the crowd was like, oh. But 
that's that's all they're trying to do with this kid is like I said he was he was supposed to be the golden child. He was going to be spoon fed everybody and every everything. That's kind of flipped now. Now how the where how they take this? It's interesting because he will be like one of the youngest guys ever to attain, like, tr- attain if he does get this title. He'll be the young one of the youngest guys ever to get the world title. Any idea how old he is? Because I think Early Orton 20s. did it, or, or, Orton did it at twenty three. I believe he's the record. I think he was yeah, twenty three. Theory is one year younger. Okay, uh, he definitely looks it. Yeah. So well. It, that could be an interesting badge to give him, right? You know, right? Um, I like again, kind of piqued my interest a little bit. Yep. The next match, though, this is full on sports entertainment because it's no disqualification. The Judgment Day: Finn Balor and Damian oh. Priest with Rhea Ripley in their corner yeah, yeah, yeah. versus Rey Mysterio and his son Dominic. Which they're still together. I thought they I, they still haven't done that whole Dominic turns well, on daddy like thing. The uh, the Dominic on a pole match with uh, Eddie Guerrero. <laughs> uh, uh, I, they, I thought they've been teasing the breakup of the of the Mysterios for a it's while. It's on again, off again. Okay. Well, well, um, the match sounded okay. Like for for who's in it, Finn and all, Balor. What they get to do, yeah. Ray Mysterio. It's it's impossible to have a bad match with either or right. Rey Mysterio and Finn Balor. Like you got to work hard to fuck up that match. <laughs> um, but the apparently was it the, after the finish? No, it was before the finish. The lights go out. Uh, yeah, and the brood music, the one give edge gimmick that no that edge. Hinted would not come back. Wrong. Guess what? No, we got we're getting Edge Brood back to battle Finn Balor and Judgment Day. I bet you Gangrel and Christian Cage are sitting there like, what? Wait a minute, <laughs> my royalty sense is tingling right now. Uh, Christian's got his hands full of ducking Jungle Boy right now. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. No, uh, after Dynamite last week, Cage. I said something about you you brought this on yourself or something. So guarantee we're going to see Christian Cage doing some sort of like home invasion, uh, attacking his sister or something, something to that effect. Just remember the, uh, oh, what was it? Pillman. When was it? Stone Cold? Stone Cold with the gun. Yeah. Yep. Austin 316 says I just whooped your ass, but Pillman 9mm <laughs> says I just ventilated. Uh-huh. That was, like, that was, wow. they, they really pushed the envelope on that one. Attitude era, baby. Quite, that was probably the, one of the darkest moments that, that they ever went to. Wow. That was attitude era at its peak. Yeah. And I'm just like, pill, peak Pillman, like <laughs> loose cannon Pillman. And I'm just like, they did that on TV, on a fucking wrestling show wow okay and no one has come close to Fuck what no. pillman was doing loose cannon pillman was so awesome so i awesome. didn't see enough of it i just kept hearing the rumors because yeah. he he definitely got watered down when he got to the fed <laughs> so Wait, when he was when he started loose cannon in wcw and they went fuck this guy Yeah, i wasn't really watching then yeah so and they, they shipped him off to ECW. 
where Heyman was going like, oh, that's pretty cool. Here's some gas on this fire. <laughs> it was nuts. It was absolutely crazy. But Loose Cannon Pillman was fucking amazing. <laughs> I yeah, that's that's one I I'm I wished I would have seen. Yeah. There's a lot of the stuff that from that that transitional period of ECW where guys were switching from WCW over yeah. that I wished I would have seen, but we had no exposure around here. Yeah. Like there was no they weren't even we couldn't even see it anywhere. No, like I said, that that bridge ECW was the bridge from WCW to WWE. Mm-hmm. So you just kind of like here, you stop off here, and then you're going here. So some of them weren't. <laughs> some yeah. of them didn't. Yeah. For some reason, references to Public Enemy have been coming <laughs> coming up a lot on topics on what culture and whatever else. I just remember the Public Enemy match against the Acolyte. That's the match that keeps yeah. coming up. It's it like it was their one and brutal. done in the Fed. They were just getting punished. Well. Public Enemy comes into the WWE thinking they're the Public Enemy in ECW, and they're going to do that in the WWFE. And Vince is like, I'm not Paul Heyman. And by the way, have you met Bradshaw and Farouk? (laughs) These guys will remind you of your spot. Which they did. Oh, yes, they did. And it was just like, I watched that. I was like, oh, God. I remember watching it going, this doesn't look right. Oh, somebody owes somebody <laughs> a lot of money here. So I didn't understand what was happening. Yeah. I just knew it didn't seem right. No, no. When, <laughs> you're watching a physical assault like that. You're they they like, said it was going to be a match, but there was no they match. They never even got in the ring. I don't think so, no. So, yeah, Public Enemy... I don't know what went through those dudes' heads when they got there because they they tried a power trip and they tried a politic. And it's like, you are now the small fish in the biggest fucking pond out there. And it, it ain't going to fly. They were the big fish in the small pond in ECW. Yep. And, like, they were over, like, crazy for, with the ECW crowd. They the were. The ECW crowd were an animal all themselves. Oh. You have no idea. I was in one of those crowds, and it's just like, I'm generally scared for my safety. <laughs> if you say one wrong thing. Right. Well, I had one guy beside me. Um, we were there for the uh, the first ECW pay-per-view, and Rick Flair, or Rick Flair, Rick Rude did his uh, reveal as one of the cops or something. And this one guy beside me was so angry. And he fucking looked at me, and he was wild-eyed. Fucking Rick Rude, he can't hang in ECW. And I was like, yeah, you're right. fuck that guy. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> you're right. Shouldn't be allowed in his building. Fuck that. We should go get a gun. No, wait a minute. <laughs> Philadelphia <laughs> and ECW Arena. Oh my god! <laughs> um, hey, hey, back to summer. I'm just glad I got to experience that at least once. That's before it went away. Sean, when he was training in Lima, they would go. They've they've gone a bunch of times. So they would, it, he was like kind of uh, early ECW, okay, kind of thing. So it was. He saw the the ramping up of ECW. So, well, he had an in with ECW. 
because one of the guys he was training with, uh, you know him as the Blue Meanie. Ah, okay. Trained with Sean. He stole his dance moves. Yep. <laughs> well, why not? He stole from somebody else, but sure. but yeah, the Blue Meanie trained with Sean in Lima, Ohio, under Al Snow. Yes, I remember because you told me about the mythical book of snow. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So that's so Sean would be able to watch the the rise of ECW. That was, I think, one of the first times I think I met uh, Nate and Sean actually. For I think the first time I actually met them, like talked to them, you know, hung out. Yeah. What I think was when you guys were setting up that school. Probably, and that's where I heard about the Book of Snow. Yeah, I remember. I, from I can picture the, day, like, <laughs> but uh, yeah, that was. I always thought that was really cool. It's, whoa, like yeah. wrestling is actually a bit of a smaller world than I thought. You know, well, it was initially a very, very small business. Yeah, I didn't realize just how much of like this area saw i always saw signs at like video movie shop yep. for wrestling at the kinsman auditorium yep. and it'd be like maple leaf wrestling yep. and uh Mo- motor city wrestling i think or something dick the bruiser uh, i remember dick the yep. bruiser's name a lot yeah. this this corridor like i said from from detroit to toronto like it was the 401 corridor was like a a shared <clears throat> Shared territory with a couple guys. Okay. They would fight over them. There was a lot of uh, Dick the Bruisers and uh, the original Sheik's, original Sheik's promotion would run up and down this area. They controlled, like, Michigan. Okay. And, yeah, I remember seeing those yeah. names on, on those those uh, signs on the yeah. wall. Toronto down to Hamilton. That was... Um, uh, Maple Leaf Wrestling, that was like a WWE, WWF territory. Okay. Like, they had the Golden Horseshoe area, and everybody's kind of scrapping out for the from Hamilton down to Detroit. Um, Demore, when he started uh, Border City Wrestling, he tried to emulate that territory, but he never really strayed too far away from Michigan and, and uh, Windsor. Okay. Um for whatever reason, London is like a, a, a black hole or like a void. It just doesn't really attract. They can't keep to maintain. I see. Make, I yeah. think Smash Wrestling is going back there again. Yeah, but it's not going to. But not right. going to say they do that once or twice a year. I right. think. Right. If for for whatever reason, London just doesn't draw. That's just so weird. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. There's so like weird. Half a half so weird. Half a million people in London, you can't get yeah. two, three hundred, four hundred people show up without like loading up a card to ridiculous levels where you're not making any money at all. Yeah, like an indi- an indi- independent promotion, real hard time making money there because nobody wants to go to those it's shows. So weird though. It, it doesn't no it doesn't make any sense. But that's just. That's London. Like, um, uh, hardcore wrestling back, back in the early nineties when we were hitting our stride, me and Sean and Nate, we would do a couple of shows in Windsor or London for hardcore and they would draw 200, 250, not bad, like not great, 
but it, it was like enough to keep the bills paid. But then they did, I think it was Medway Arena, and they loaded up the show. Like uh, Iron Sheik was there, Bastion Booger, Nikolai Volkov, a couple other old WWE guys. The place was fucking packed to the rafters. Really? Really. And me and, who was it? I think it was me and Danger Boy versus the Pitbull and something. We jerked the curtain on that. It was just like, all right, getting paid for this. So. <laughs> no, it was, it is what it, it is. What is it? It's just, it just can't draw on that town. I don't know why. It must be so big to try and try and advertise. I'd be curious to see uh, a, a to, to try to check out a, a small another indie yeah. that I'm not familiar with at all. Yeah, you know, just to see what it, what what they're like. But are there any around? Like Smash, I know, but Smash is a little bigger i know they've got a bit of a they got an online thing and they stuff. got money the, yeah. the guys that run it they that's the tyson, twins right? the twins got money so Is that tyson duke's group no no well tyson works for that group okay but tyson doesn't own any of that i okay. don't think but yeah the the twins that do run smash they got money so yeah i see their stuff online yep. i see their stuff pops up once in a while um but yeah so i don't know if they're i haven't heard of any too many others no um like todd shaw's promotion i think a ccw i don't know if they survived or not he's done like he'll do like the i think he i don't know if he did no he didn't even do the fair this year um not the chatham one no 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 i can't remember the last time they did a show no it was probably pre-covid maybe so maybe maybe now we're post and they said you're gonna start seeing these uh I'd be curious to, to, to check some out. Yeah, see, if there's, just, see if there's anything out there. You know, small indies popping up like herpes. <laughs> you never know. Um, back to SummerSlam. Yeah. Uh, Happy Corbin versus Pat McAfee. I have no idea. I don't know anything about this. They have. They they played this up as because of the rivalry that they had back when they played football. Oh, I, they know. I, they, they, okay. they knew each other. Uh, prior to oh okay so they they, the the storyline was uh corbin and mcafee agreed if this uh if there was like a a football strike they would find a wrestling promotion and become elite wrestling superstars okay and they took different paths from that point on yeah because mcafee's a commentator or something commentator internet famous okay but he's a he's a good athlete all right and they said that they just wove that into where the those paths finally crossed in the uh the wwe all right uh again i got nothing invested there i with no no back history like uh, nothing to go on it sounded like it was a decent match and, and a good showing for mcafee from what i hear yeah uh, especially compared to his WrestleMania. Yeah. So, all right, good on him. Right. But sounds like McAfee is starting to put some of the work in to get better. Okay. Well, but there's not, nothing there yet to, to catch my eye there. Yeah. Um, I do enjoy uh, McAfee's commentary because it's so anti-Vince McMahon. Oh, really? Well, it, it was, 
Whereas, like, the, they're okay. They're talking about the breakout star of SummerSlam was Michael Cole. That's I was just about to say that. Yeah, Simon Miller brought that up yeah. uh, early on in his ups and downs. He said the commentary was totally different, right? Because they don't have an old man screaming in their ear telling them what to say every second. Make sure you use this buzzword and that buzzword right. and that right. buzzword. Right? Yeah. Make the the fake laugh. Like I even told, like I texted you. And I was like, he just called an Alabama slam an Alabama Alabama slam. Yeah. And I was like, it would never be called an Alabama slam. It would have like, oh, what a maneuver. And followed by the fake laugh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I could picture it when you put, when you said that text. I could picture exactly how he said it. Right. <laughs> doesn't like doesn't happen anymore. Yeah, and I guess uh, during the Corbin match, mm-hmm. I guess he roughed up Cole at some point. Like he got to, they were fighting around him or something. Yeah, and the crowd started booing. Yeah, Corbin. Corbin. Um, I think it was like Corbin pushed Cole or something. Yeah, like that. and Cole's like, "What the fuck, you like?" <laughs> I mean, and the crowd like, started the booing him. Apparently. Yeah, he was like, "You leave him alone." <laughs> Smaller than you. Um, so that sounds interesting. I that, that that they're getting a little more freedom on the commentary. That, right. that that's definitely needed. Absolutely. You know? Now they just got to fire Kevin fucking Dunn <laughs> and get a good fucking director. <laughs> well, uh, oh. last. I heard mention of Kevin Dunn was a couple of days ago, and there was say there was talks that he may be fighting hard to work with Triple H to keep his job. Well, yeah, yeah, because <laughs> he that that dude is such a sycophant, <laughs> and he said he had his lips like surgically sewn to Vince's ass. That's the description I've heard. And when Vince got <laughs> turfed, um, surprised he didn't get. Just immediately pulled down. Right, just pulled in in the wake. It was like, where'd Kevin go? <laughs> Laurinaitis got caught in the backdrop. Oh fuck, poor Laurinaitis. That dude didn't even know what hit him. And that was fantastic. It couldn't All happen. I did was accept a party favor. Yeah, couldn't happen to a nicer guy. <laughs> uh, sarcasm? Oh yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Um, uh, Okay. Uh, Undisputed WWE Tag Team Championship. The Usos versus the Street Profits. Montez Ford and Angelo Dawkins. Uh, I hear good things about the Street Profits, but I haven't seen the work. They have one of the best entrances. Um, Montez Ford. Somebody, there was an article. um, I think it was like Triple H or somebody else, or was it Heyman? pitched hard to get Montez Ford into the company five years before he, him and the other guy were brought in. His is a name that they say he's going to be a single star. Like yeah. He's going to be he's something. Montez Ford, I think he's uh, uh, Bianca Belair's husband. Okay. I think they're a couple. And phenomenal athlete. Like, he's got, he's got it. He's just got to get... I've heard good things yeah. about the Street Profits in, like, as a team. Fun team. They've been they've been pretty popular for a long yeah. time. Yeah. And the Usos are the Usos. I still one of the Street Profits versus the uh, the Viking Raiders. Uh, Fucking, they were they were doing the things like they were the they instead of having a wrestling matches because they were kind of even that way. They were trying to branch out into different aspects. Like the Street Profits challenged the Viking Raiders to like a two on two basketball game. Okay. And the Viking Raiders got slaughtered. 
So the the next week, the Viking Raiders say, "Come on, we're having a, a Viking party." So they they go out there, and it's it's Viking reenactment, and they said, "We're going to throw axes, see who's better." So the the Viking Raiders win the axe throwing contest, and they go off and party with the other Vikings. <laughs> they come up and they go like. What the hell, man? I thought you were really good at this. Montez Ford goes, funk, hits a bullseye. He goes, there's a lot of white people out here <laughs> with axes. <laughs> oh, so my God. Awesome. Oh, I, okay, I got to find that clip. I got to see that. Oh, my God. Damn it. I want to see that. It that was, sounds great. It was so... I didn't expect any of that. And I was like, oh, that's fucking gold. Okay. You made me want to watch some sports entertainment. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's gonna. We're gonna get to that part. So of you story. have to. You have to pick and choose your sports entertainment, that's, and that's yeah. that's just it. No, you got to sprinkle in that right stuff, yeah. right? So, well, okay. This this goes right back to WWE versus uh, WCW, oh. because WWE always had the best main event. The undercard sucked. WCW, the undercard was fantastic. The main event sucked. Yep. So it's like. If you put those things together, you have a fucking perfect show. But they just couldn't. That undercard of the WWE just lacked something. Mm-hmm. Whereas I remember those that, days. The main event was always larger than life. It was the biggest thing. It didn't. It didn't help that the a lot of the undercard, the commentators were hyping the main event right over top yeah. of everything so else. When, when your company doesn't care about your undercard. Whereas WCW's undercard, the talent outshone everything. Well, look at even when like the crowd is all about one person, one guy over everybody else. Yeah, yeah. And Mick Foley turned it into one of the greatest promo, one of his best promos when they were just chanting Rocky, Rocky, while well, I'm getting, I was getting beaten down. Yeah. You know? that's, that's how you turn it, you yeah. know? <laughs> oh, that's a good promo, good pro wrestling. Um, yeah, so Jeff Jarrett was the guest referee in this tag match, and for all accounts, they say like he didn't need to be there. Yeah. There, was, there was no, he had no effect to the to the match at all. Whatever. Yeah, but I, it did sound like it was a fun match. They, 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 they all those four guys work well together. Yes. So the Usos for their their <laughs> lack of common sense outside of the ring. They make up for it in spades when they when they get in front of the cameras. They said they they can perform, and they should. They come by it honestly. It's in their blood. Mm, that doesn't mean nothing. True, that's true. But that doesn't mean nothing. They've had a lot of tools to help them. Right. They have <laughs> opportunities. Opportunity. That's the word I was trying. Yeah. They've had the opportunities. Right. Um, but. Damn it! I gotta see this Street Profits Viking Raiders. Street, like, find some of the best of the Street Profits stuff. It is fantastic. Um, da, 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 da. I had no idea that uh, Swerve Strickland was actually in NXT. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize he was part of that top dollar group or whatever they were mm-hmm. called. Yeah, I didn't know that. I thought he came from somewhere else. NXT Black and Gold was a thing. Yeah. Well, I I like Swerve Strickland in AEW. Yeah. And so I'm seeing why I would, there was a lot of shock and surprise when they got let go from the Fed last yeah. year. So. Well, that's 
That's the difference between Triple H's vision and Vince's vision. Uh, but apparently the other guy of that team, <laughs> apparently he won't be in AEW. So apparently something he's said or done. Yeah. They won't talk to him. I don't know. Um, then there's the Riddle promo. I don't know. I want to see. The, apparently it's Riddle going a little edgier, getting angry. So I, angry dude, bro. Doesn't make sense. But, but then, then he gets jumped by Seth Rollins. Again. Again. Okay. And he's already hurt, apparently, because they were supposed to have the match. Air quote hurt. Air quote hurt. Yep. And Seth Rollins gives him the curb stop, and the commentator's still like, oh, my God, he's dead. Yeah. Like, <laughs> uh, that's that's exactly how Miller described it. He said the commentators thought he was dead. Yeah. <laughs> well, so to, to set up the injury angle, they had uh, Seth Rollins use the, the ring steps. They kind of put, he put Riddle like in that, that V section of okay. the, the ring steps. Then he gives him the curb stomp through like the V section. So it's like, oh, fucking guillotine uh, the dude. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, ow. Yeah. So I'm like, just like, damn. But that's how they, they got the, the injury angle. Right. I, for whatever reason, they pulled that match off of SummerSlam. To do Look that. how long the show was. I, I, exactly. had, I don't know need why. One they, more. Right. <laughs> yeah, we don't need more problems. Um, we need those guys to be working. But from what I'm hearing, that's the feud to watch. I think so. For for all for all across the board entertainment, they're both really good with what they're doing, and with their mic work and everything, yep. and their ring work. Yep. Riddle apparently has been w- severely underused. In the Fed. I've seen some of his indie clips and some of some highlight reels and whatnot. And I'm like, yeah, okay. Well, he's the guy that developed the, the blood sport, um, like the no rope ring grappling that we watched Josh Barnett do. Right. That was Riddle's first. Matt really? Riddle's blood sport. Really? Yeah. When when Matt got pulled up into the WWE, he he's sold probably that told up. me this before and I forgot because I'm stoned. Yeah. <laughs> but that's fascinating. Yeah. But Riddle Riddle's a, a legit UFC fighter. I, I know. I know they've hyped that up, and yeah. I've I've seen and heard things there. But the, the but they held him back. Not anymore. They didn't know what to do with him. Well, H seems to know. <laughs> H has got his. Like, he's like, yeah. No, you know who really knows what to do with him? What's up? Shane McMahon. And now that Vince is gone, Shane will come in and he'll have a one hell of a stellar feud with Matt oh, with Matt Riddle. God, I don't want to see that. I mean, they they showed the the first signs of it at the Royal Rumble. I don't want to see that. But it's Shane. But it's Shane. That's why I don't it's Shane. See that. He's he's a pure natural brawler, a, a, elite professional <laughs> wrestling machine. Yeah. Just ask him. He'll tell you. True. True. I still don't want to see that. I mean, his performance in that Royal Rumble match this year proved oh, it. God. <laughs> Certainly proved it. It, it proved something. <laughs> I don't know what, it but it proved, proved something. That, it proved that Vince did have a line that Shane could cross, and he did it. <laughs> yeah. Because Vince very quietly said, go away. Yeah. <laughs> and he said he'll never be on, on WWE television again. Actually, he's, exa- he's directly quoted as saying he will ne- never get a pop in this company again. That's the exact quote from Vince. Yeah. So now that the the new heir parents are in power, I don't know if they bring them back though. No, you don't. Think I don't so? know. I don't know. All depends on the relationship between Shane and Seth. I uh, oh no no sorry I 
thought, I thought we were, I don't know where we were thinking. I totally lost my train of thought. Uh, in, in regards to Shane, not happening. No. No, there's been a sibling rivalry for a very long time. Yeah, yeah. And by all accounts from outside of that, through the rumor mills, take it for what you will, um, Shane does not have the right head to run that company. No. Uh, so, so it's in the right hands. So right now, with the who's leading the WWE, Nick Khan is co-CEO with Steph. Yes. Nick Khan is the business aspects of it, yep. whereas Steph is the... Face and marketing, marketing, and, yeah, aspect yeah. of it. Yes, Triple H is head of creative and talent relations. Yes, so he's gonna have to start doling some of that out. But he doesn't have any trusted wingmen right now. No, no. He said he. he you know, he, the first guy he wants to call is already under contract in AEW. So, <laughs> not to say Regal won't jump when he gets the chance, but I don't think at this point I don't think he would. Regal's having a lot of fun. Yeah, Regal, I think Regal's going to stay where he's at for a while. Probably. You'll see Road Dog come back. You think so? I think so. Apparently he was begging Tony Khan recently. Yeah, I saw that. So <laughs> I, think, I think Road Dog comes back. You see Shawn Michaels have a bigger role. Yeah, he was doing stuff in, with NXT, He's still in right? NXT. Uh, will they shift NXT or will they keep it? No, it's going back. They're going to shift it? They're going to shift it. Okay. Do you think the talent roster they have will be able to adapt to that? No. No? No. So this whole uh, green, we're going to build you from the ground up thing's going to go away? It's, or? it's still going to happen. H, they they are supremely attracted to like elite-level athletes. Okay. And they want elite-level athletes and be able to train them as professionals. They've been wrestlers. doing that a lot lately, haven't right. they? They've got what's who's this Gable Stevenson? I keep I, that's a name I keep hearing. He's like a collegiate guy. Yeah, he's he's a world famous amateur uh, freestyle wrestler. Okay, and of he, course they want him. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But like he's uh, Gable Gable Stevenson was like super successful, like Olympian, world world champions, and stuff like that. And he even said, he goes, yeah, when I'm done with this, I'm going to go to the, I want to go to the WWE. <laughs> and Vince fucking started to fall all over himself <laughs> trying to, trying to, trying to get the contract yeah, in the mail <laughs> to make sure this happened. So, so they, yeah, they have him signed, but he's, they're still building or whatever. Right. right? So. And he's still, I think he's still active on the, the amateur circuit. Okay. So like once he's all about the amateurs, he's all about amateur wrestling. Um, when but they've already signed him to some right, sort of a deal right. when he's ready to come. When he's ready to That's come. That's got to be unheard of, right? No, because they did that with Mark Henry. Really? Yeah. I had no idea. Yeah, Mark Henry was uh, scouted long. Like, when Mark, when Mark Henry was still doing competing in World's Strongest Man competitions, he was scouted by the WWF. And they said, no, when you're done that, you want to come here? And he goes, yeah, sure. So... Kind of, is it too late for somebody to give Eddie Hall a call? Because you know they could have a lot of fun with Eddie Hall. <sighs> or would he? Would he bother? I don't think he would bother. I don't think that's something that Eddie Hall. Well, okay, 
Eddie Hall would do it once or twice. I I would like to see him come in in some sort of a fun tag match somewhere. Right. You would have to have. It would be kind of like a Bill Kazmaier. Eddie and Thor in a tag match, like opposite each other at WrestleMania. Good God. Thor would do it. Thor would do it in a heartbeat. Opposite Roman and Brock one more time. Oh, fuck. (laughs) They would have to triple reinforce the ring. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Brock and Thor versus Eddie and Roman. Really? That's that's the side you take? That's the side I take. Okay. Okay, who's, who's, who's face, who's heel here? Brock. Brock's face. So Brock's face? Yeah, Eddie. Okay. Brock, <laughs> you got to go with Brock and Thor because they look like fucking twins. <laughs> Giant white dude. But you, so you're putting Thor as the face in, the, in yeah. him versus Eddie? Yeah. Is that your actual stance? That, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm putting you on the spot. <laughs> Where's your loyalties lie? <laughs> With Thor. With yeah. Thor. All yeah. right. I like Eddie. I like Eddie, but I like Thor more, so I have to. And have not to. just because of the name? No. Okay. No. No. <laughs> no. Thor. Just checking. Yeah, have, like Thor. <laughs> Thor. Thor's done a lot. I don't know why I'm chuckling so much. I don't. You're high. That's why. I'm not that high. Still. But <laughs> uh, so, yeah. Okay. So, Brock and Thor. But, like, you have to have somebody on the other side. Uh-huh. Right. So, it yeah. may as well be Eddie. Of course. On, because for for whatever reason, Half Thor becomes best friends with Brock Lesnar. Wait a minute. 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 Brock. Brock's done. Yeah. Right? Yeah. He's done. Braun Strowman. Braun Strowman and Thor versus Roman Reigns and Eddie Hall. Yeah, but Braun Strowman doesn't work there. But he could. They can bring him back. Okay, he could. They can bring him back. Okay, do you know who's the bigger draw? True, but do you think they'll get Brock back? Fuck yes. Okay. You know what you do? You back up a dump truck <laughs> full of fucking money into his fucking... They're going to have to have a couple big dump trucks of money yes. to make this happen. Right. Okay. You want to you want a WrestleMania match that people will remember? You <laughs> drop a couple million dollars in somebody's front yard, and that person goes and performs. Right? Uh, Ryan Reynolds and Hugh Jackman. <laughs> right. You don't even have to have wrestlers <laughs> on this show anymore. You just have all We the- want Wolverine and Deadpool, damn it. Marvel right. can't make it happen. WWE will. Right, exactly. <laughs> so you have you have all these like perfect storybook rivalries, and you just like, I was going to say Vince, but the WWE just opens up like, we have billions of dollars waiting for somebody to come and take some of it. <laughs> Ryan Reynolds and Hugh Jackman, would you like some? Yes, please. <laughs> Here you go. And uh, then and then wrestling for who fucking part timers are taking a fucking spot from fucking uh Happy Corbin and fucking Madcap Moss. Good. Yep. Good. You still buy the network, you right. still buy the pay per views, you're still buying the merch, you're still watching the right. shows. I sure it gives you the right to bitch and complain about it. Yep. But nobody gives a fuck what you think. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um 
<laughs> back to SummerSlam. Uh, <laughs> this is the longest review. <laughs> SmackDown women's match. Uh, it's a women's title. Liv Morgan versus Ronda Rousey. Yeah. Uh, know little of the backstory, but I know about Ronda's heel. Is she not? Is she? Does the crowd like her today or not? They don't know where the, what they want to do. I would just say, hey, Ronda, thanks. Eh, but it's not working out. Well, it ain't over yet. I know. But the finish sounded intriguing. I, I watched the clip of the finish. Perfect finish. It, it, it looked, it looked it, good like they were aiming? Yes. Okay. Perfect timing by Liv then? Perfect to get timing that. by Liv. Perfect positioning by the referee. Who would have thought a referee in the WWE, the biggest fucking wrestling company on the war in the planet, knows where to be at the right time? What? Yeah. It happens. Cal Surprise. <laughs> but that that sounded that sounded really cool. That yeah. sounded really intriguing. You don't get weird finishes like that. No. That work. No. They, so if it looked good, yeah. and it, it then then I'm all in. Yeah, there's usually an aspect of those weird finishes that somebody fucks up and makes it look clunky. I hate the foot on the ropes and the ref didn't see it thing. Well, this nine was, times out of the ten, they're not in the right position right. for them to not see it. Right. With the way the way this was set up, uh, Rousey went after Liv's left arm. Heard it, heard it, heard it. They actually, at one point in time, they stopped the match. The referee called medical over to check Liv. Okay. Liv, no, I, I can go. I'd leave me alone. Like you gotta cut me, Mick. You gotta cut me, Mick. <laughs> so, um, Liv's in the corner. Ronda runs up. Does like an arm bar thing. Liv is fighting off the arm bar. She fucking stacks up Rousey on her shoulders. The ref slides in. One, two. As his hand is coming down for three, Liv's hand is up behind. And she's starting to tap out as the ref counts three. That's how I heard it described. It was perfectly timed. They did it perfectly. And the ref didn't see the tap, but he counted the three, so he can't call something. They that don't he doesn't use instant see. replay. They don't use instant replay unless so, they want to. Right, right. <laughs> We're so, starting this match over. Right. So he hands the belt to Liv. They announce her. This is exactly what Liv Morgan needed. Like she, a clean fin, a clean finish for Liv Morgan would have been better for her, but this still is what she needed. And it protects Rousey as well. And it protects Rousey as well. And then Rousey beats the shit out of her afterwards and And beats up the referee. Right. So (laughs) that, that should, that should, um, make it so we don't see Rhonda for a while because she'll be suspended for putting her hands upon an official. You would think so. Yes. According to the classic standards, I remember those days. Right. Um, So now then we get to the last match, the last man standing, Brock Lesnar versus Roman Reigns for the undisputed blah, blah. Like, it's got four names. Undisputed Universal Heavyweight Championship of the (laughs) WWE. Universe. Universe. (laughs) I don't know. Galactic. (laughs) Nope. That's that. Nope. 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 Galactus. (laughs) <laughs> I don't know. Uh, uh, Brock comes out and, and is tra- on a tractor. Well, first of all, Roman comes out and he takes forever to get to the ring. Mm-hmm. Everybody's acknowledging their tribal chief. 
And it said, it took forever for Roman to get to the ring. Like, all right, fine. So Brock's music hits. The place erupts. Say what you will about Brock Lesnar. He knows how to pop a crowd. (laughs) Apparently. So Brock comes walking out. He gets about halfway down. It's a big aisle. He gets about halfway. He goes, yeah, I'm getting blown up. Walks back, finds a tractor. (laughs) And everyone's going, where the fuck did this tractor come from? Cowboy Brock. Cowboy Brock. (laughs) Farmer Brock. Farmer Brock. Whatever he is. drives, Drives this tractor down to the ring. Puts the bucket way up in the air. Climbs up. Stands in the bucket as uh, the referee starts to do his the ring announcement. Somehow, there's a live WWE microphone in the bucket. <laughs> Brock tells the referee to go fuck off. And Brock in- introduces himself. And then the... I never caught it when I watched it live, but the replays are fucking stunning. The, the mic toss? The mic toss. They they profiled it on my culture. It's amazing. It's amazing. Brock is standing in this bucket of this tractor, and he underhand whips this microphone at, at Roman. Roman just kind of like puts his hand out and snatches this microphone <laughs> out of midair. It's like it was on a string. Um, I just figured out what happened. What's okay. We're there. We are slowly seeing that there are actual Jedi among us. <laughs> they all they have access, or at least they have access to telekinesis. Yeah, because this is the second example of this in public, in in clear public view in front of a large crowd. Yeah. Okay. Roman did that. He called it to his hand. Yeah. I don't know if you saw the footage about Lady Gaga, but a week or so ago at a concert, somebody threw something at her, and it literally stops here and drops. Like no. it, it's like it looks like it's a foot away from her and just stops and falls. Lady Gaga has a fucking force, force field. field. Oh, that makes sense. She is a, a superstar so, and an alien. So, <laughs> so but she's no, born that way. They are among us. Yes. Okay, and they're starting to the master, reveal themselves the a little bit. Cracks just a little bit more. They're just showing. They're just sprinkling these little mm-hmm. demonstrations of their power. But that throw. I haven't seen amazing. it. I, I, I'm going to end up watching that match now. It, you, you've hyped it up enough. Um, I, I initially wasn't sold at the tractor thing. It's too much, but the history. I didn't. I didn't realize that this was their 947,000th match. Yeah. So they have to turn it up a notch. Yeah. This is um, like always has yeah. To I didn't realize the whole backstory to it. I don't fully agree with the finish, only because burying them like that, that's equivalent to pinning, and you can't do that in a last stand, man standing match. He couldn't answer the, the but count. Because he was buried under a bunch of shit, and they were standing on top of him. Um, that's not... Shall I remind you about the Mick Foley, the rock? Oh, pinning him under the... the oh, that's right. Skids. Uh, yeah, that was a last man standing, wasn't it? Yep. So there's precedence. Yep. I rescind my statement. <laughs> if there's precedence, I can't argue it. No, it's... Um, a- it just, I don't agree with it. But, um, so the whole overall, what I'm trying to prove with this is, it's a lot of sports entertainment. Yeah. And that was the stuff that had my attention during the Attitude Era, the NWO stuff, like, you know, I... And you're right. The transition from in, into PG killed the Attitude Era. It killed that aspect for me. Yes. To the point where I stopped watch wrestling altogether. Well, it, it, it ebbs and flows. 
as as everything does. I mean, AEW has been like that for me. Like I I was I was into it for the first time for the that brand new smell and all. It wore thin very quickly, but they have got my attention again. Yeah, I uh, I can't find it. I'll I'll, I'll, I'll find a link and I'll throw it. It's all cool. I'll, yeah. I'll I'll find it. Um, so YouTube's probably not the best place to search for a third three second clip. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I'll find it. Right. I'll find it. I'm gonna watch the match. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I I just I've lost my flavor for sports entertainment, but all of this talk. All this whole the what they delivered at SummerSlam, I can honestly say that about seventy five percent of it piqued my interest. Yeah. I yeah. don't want to watch WWE, no, because I don't need to put another thing to try and squeeze into my calendar yeah. and all that. But I will say this: at this point, I'm going to be keeping a much closer eye on their their shows, yeah. and I might actively try to watch ca- the. Clash of the Castle, the Drew Mac with Drew McIntyre yeah. getting his shot because all signs point to Drew's going to win the, the the big one in, at this thing. Like uh, it's so it's the, hard to call that though, uh, especially the, coming off of this promo, this Roman's performance at SummerSlam. Like it's a, it was a Herculean task. It, it took Roman and the Usos and Heyman and fucking Theory. Uh, to come in and uh, like there was shit all over the place. Like Drew McIntyre, <clears throat> he's got to overcome a lot. He did overcome Sheamus on uh, was it Raw or Smackdown? SmackDown. 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 You messaged the, the me Donnie, the Donnie book match yeah. because you had Sheamus and his lackeys coming in. Right. So it basically uh, the SmackDown match with Drew was what. Brock and Roman did in SummerSlam as as like kind of a dry run. Right. So okay. Drew he was the golden boy. As I'm hearing uh, it, as the, the 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 buzz, if you will, uh Drew is due. <laughs> Drew is due and being in his you know hometown, if you will, like so close to it, yeah. if you will. I don't know that coming out. <laughs> um, th- he's going to get his moment. That, especially, they're saying it's because Vince isn't there. Vince is the one who would take that away. They've already screwed the UK crowd over with Davy Boy back in the day. Yeah. They owe him one. <laughs> they owe the hometown crowd over there a big moment. It's a and, big moment. And I think, they, I think they're going to deliver. I think Drew's going to win. I think they might play it as Roman's going to come in too cocky, coming off of his success over Brock. Yeah, that would make sense. I, I think a, Roman's, Roman, like Roman's going to be just a little too cocky, and he's going to make that one mistake that Drew's going to capitalize on. Yeah. Right. That's my prediction. So it could happen. That would be, of, all, of all the places that it could happen that would be the place that it does happen so there's just so much that 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 roman brings to it i i I haven't seen enough i'm not i'm not sold because i haven't been watching and i can't base his 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 tribal chief stuff fucking well that's what everybody's saying you know that that five years they shoved him down our throats just he he was finally able to flip that switch he finally made that right connection and now he's just shining well he's a heel he, for all intents and purposes, he's a heel. Right. 
And you can't deny who Roman Reigns is. He's, he's Has done he, this. Have thing. they built him up too big, though? Yeah. Is he, he's, is, is he technically, like, have they built him up to be basically unbeatable? At this point in time, they have to build somebody else up to be to to actually show that somebody has a legitimate chance at beating Roman Reigns. I just, Reigns Reigns right now is Cena of old. He's Superman. Okay. Or can they do it? Do can you, they do it? Can they do it? Absolutely. They, they can. can they it. can make it believable they've, they've that it Roman before. Reigns can be can be t- taken down. Yeah. Ivan Drago can be taken right. down. Okay. So here's the problem. The problem was Vincent Kennedy McMahon mm-hmm. because Stone Cold Steve Austin, The Rock, Mankind, those guys, they became huge and they became bigger than the company. Yeah. Vince would not allow that. That's why you don't have... Stone Cold Steve Austin or a rock or somebody like that. Okay. The closest you have is somebody the fans hate and is completely controlled by the company. Yeah, because the next one to do that, that to reach those levels is Cena. And right. look, he left too. Right. Right. <laughs> exactly. So Vince would never, ever, ever, ever allow anybody to get bigger than the company ever again. That's why he had 50-50 booking. Nobody can get over when you lose every other time. And now also it's it's expected that one of the things one of the easy changes that H is going to make he's going to give people time. Right. to actually build their stories. Right. right. Vince was giving people a week. Right. He can't do nothing no. in a week. You can't you can't in can't expect instant that's that instant that's, success. That's the exact story I heard about Hit Row. That's the name of the group that Swerve Strickland was a part of. Okay, in with NXT. Yeah, they brought him up to the main roster. They had two weeks. Vince said, "You're not getting over," and then they were let go a week later. Well, okay, that's one of the guys that the new. Oh fuck it! Was it the the new male model thing? Yeah, Eli Drake, Max Dupree. Right. So there was another guy. Um. Uh, Dijakovic, remember when Dominic he, Dijakovic? Yeah, I've heard the name. He yeah. was in that. He lasted a week because Vince didn't like the way he delivered a line. Fuck. One single line. One single line. Oh. Vince goes, "He's ruining it. Get him out of here." And just like that. And that's a name I've heard buzz on for a few well, yeah, years. He now. was like T Bar in like the uh yeah that whole that, retribution that whatever right. that thing was so but he's a name i heard from like indies and overseas right. Right. uk i think he's he's a guy that would be you would expect that he's he's tall he's fit good looking and like that's the guy that's that's the prototypical wwe superstar for whatever reason this guy's just not impressed anybody he impressed Triple H in black and gold NXT. That's why you got uh, Dijakovic versus, was it Balor? Or, yeah, I think it's Balor. I remember hearing that yeah. name, like hearing about that match. So when that all went south and they slapped those masks on everybody, you're just going like, that's Dijakovic, that's Mace, that, or whatever. And you're like, what are they doing? 
and then there's Mustafa Ali. <laughs> a guy who's who almost sounds like he's being held against his will. Doesn't it? How I didn't ask to be given all this opportunity and money. Well, maybe I did, but I really don't like it. Huh? <laughs> They're still paying him. Right. They're hardly using him, and he's still getting paid. He should be like, okay, I, I get the, uh, if there's no exposure, people aren't going to remember you, whatever. Yeah. You, oh, oh, well, you have to be, you're going to have to work on that yourself. Right. You just, you're better off to just shut up and ride your time out. Right. Yeah, if, if creative doesn't have anything for you, it's up to you to start creating stuff. E- either, either get their attention or, or you fly enough under the radar to write out your contract and then get out when you can. Right. You, they forget about you. Or, there's no use bitching about it. That no, ain't going to help. No, it ain't gonna Just ask NJF. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, um, do, what Car- do what Cardona did. Oh, God. Make yourself an like make yourself an internet famous. Yeah, there's there's enough platforms out there right now. Like I said, if you're if you can't get on N, or NXT or whatever, make yourself a YouTube star. They've, make yourself a TikTok star. They've, they they switched their policy. They yeah. they, gave, they forced them into a policy a couple years ago for Twitch, Twitch and all that. Yeah. They released that back uh, just before Mania. Yeah. So they are free and clear to do the third-party social medias and all that stuff again and make their own money on it. So Perfect. that's what you'll have to do. If, if, you're, if the company's not going to use you, 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 you build your own brand, yep. and then you ride that. Well, and you're right, Cardona, fuck. Right. I was all over Z Long Island story right. back in the day. Well, okay. Uh, Natty Neidhart is becoming fucking YouTube famous because of her sister. Her sister. Jenny Neidhart. And Natty Neidhart, two fucking crazy women going out there. Good. Oh, yeah. Look on Instagram. They're all over Instagram. Yeah. And Natty's going like, take a look at my hot sister in this small bikini kind of thing. (laughs) And it's fucking catching fire. All right. I'm going to look. Yeah. I got to look. Natty Natty Neidhart and Jenny Neidhart, they have a YouTube channel and... They're they're making bank. And I said, Natty Natty's over like crazy in the Fed. Jenny doesn't even wrestle, but everybody's falling all over themselves for Natty and Jenny. And it's amazing. Right. I'm not seeing any bikini shot. Oh, I, I don't need to see a bikini. Hello. Right. Um, yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. That's enough of that. Yeah. Uh, I'm just going to leave that right there. <laughs> oh, You're not even showing me. How fucking rude is that? My laptop. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's Jenny. <laughs> that's Jenny. Yep. Ah, damn. Uh, gotta say, uh, Jim made some good looking girls. He may have made some bad decisions in life. But those two weren't. <laughs> that's that. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah. But um, that that's just one example. Exactly. Like they, they, there are places you can go. You can still get your face and name out there. Right. Even if it's not specifically for what you want to do. Right. You can well, you still keep the eyes. Um, fucking Adam Cole, baby, uh, with his Twitch channel. Yeah, I heard he's got. He's pretty big on Twitch. He's massive on Twitch. So yeah. he's. 
that's an, that he was one of the guys. What does he do on Twitch? Is he a gamer he's a game, as well? Game streamer. Is that all twi- Twitch is for anymore? Pretty like, much. Is that all Twitch is? It, like there's there's a that's bunch. That's what of I can't things. I can't watch Twitch. Game, game streaming and DJs and <laughs> there's everything on there. Yeah, but I can't I I can't. It, it. it started out just game streaming, but it's just like exploded into uh, just an, another social media content and platform. critical role wannabes. Uh, I've heard there's a few. Oh, there's a few. There's, there's a lot of horror stories that have been popping up. About everybody wants bad Twitch stories. Everybody wants to be the next Matt Mercer, mm. but nobody wants to put in the work Matt Mercer did to get to where Matt Mercer is. Oh, yeah. Well, there's a lot to it. Yeah. Um, speaking of being the next Matt Mercer. I'm not trying to be the next I, Matt Neither am I, but um, I was on Amazon. Uh-oh. <laughs> uh, How's that credit card? It feeling? randomly popped up. They had the Radiant Citadel, the Journey of the Radiant Citadel, mm-hmm. for 40% off. Mm. So I snaked that puppy. <laughs> um, there's some neat ideas in there. Yep. Yeah. I'm, I, uh, what I have in mind for my the game that I'm running, yep. I'm going to be shifting slightly to probably incorporate some Radiant Citadel stuff because nice, nice. I like what they present in yeah. there. And... On that note, I am officially retiring Rip Colzer from your campaign. Yeah, I understand it, it's of my own doing. Um, yeah, I just, I'm so proud of that creation, yeah. but it is just too overpowered. It's too overpowered. Uh, um, yeah. Even Parker, when I was talking about it, he's going like, what? <laughs> so he goes, can't you dispel it? I went, no, you cannot. No. Yeah. You can't even get rid of it. Yeah, it's, it's a legendary artifact, but... Yeah. Yeah. It's a little much. Yeah. I am proud of it, though. I'm so proud of it. And someday, Talos and Jaffe will see it. I think Talos and Jaffe might be a little too busy doing Talos and Jaffe stuff. I get that. But so. he, I know he does do cons once in a while, uh, whether he gets up this way or not. I'm just saying, you know a guy who organizes a con. I know. And I'm going to be talking to him about if, it. If any of the Crit Roll crew would be available for a con appearance... Talison probably would be the best choice. He's, he, of the ones that I seem to see a little information about, I see him referencing cons more. Yeah. So yeah, he's yeah. he's he's a cosplayer nerd from way back. So well, there's the there's you're, again you're saying there's a chance. There's a chance. <laughs> now it's just up ah. to the dudes with the money yeah. to make those decisions. Yep. So. Um, Chatham Kent Film Festival is coming up. Oh. And there is one special edition happening to the show now. Oh, it's a fucking little pupper gets his another fucking. No, special. I don't think little pupper's involved. I really do need to start watching some submissions, though. <laughs> um, but uh, no, it, for one, it's a two day event, Saturday, oh. Sunday. Okay. Sunday afternoon, there's going to be a special screening of Jaws. What? And. Jaws. Jaws. And. And there will be an actor from the film there. To Roy Scheider. No, Jeff Voorhees. He played Alex Kintner. Oh, the cousin of Jason. I guess so. I don't know. I I don't know his full life history yet. He could be. He could be. I think he wear. I don't think he wears a hockey mask. I think he wears a a, a football mask. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Helmet. 
Helmet. Helmet. That's not football nice. match. Yeah, I know. Fucking band nerd. Dude, I told you I suck at improv. I, which, by the way, I did officially walk away from the improv group a couple weeks ago. What? <laughs> I did. Uh, yeah. Oh, man. Um, yeah. I had to. I can't. I can't, you can't do get it. any better by being a quitter. I can't. I nah. nah. But uh, yeah, we're having the screening, and Alex Kintner himself will be here to nice. chit chat and whatnot. So. That's going to be cool. Live through his PTSD of like a <laughs> fucking shark. <laughs> <laughs> I I, I want to hear the retelling of the story of how he remet his mother. Yeah. Yeah, because I've heard that story. I've seen that story online. If you there you go. Um, so, yeah, there's some neat stuff coming up. There is. Um, we'll uh, keep everybody We'll get more details yeah. uh, once I have them. So. <sighs> Feel better? I, I think Yes, yes. The fact that. WWE Vince retiring has actually worked in that I'm starting to see signs that the WWE is calling me again. Don't answer right away. Yeah, because you like I said lowered expectations here, bro. So oh, oh uh, it, it, it's not. I'm ready to watch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. I said, I'm going to be just paying a little closer attention to the recaps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I might actually read the full recaps. Hey, I haven't done that. There's, in a while. Okay, you're still you're still going to get a lot of fucking bullshit on this show. I get that in AEW too. Yeah. I you know I just get less of it. I get more of more positive than negative for me. Yeah. So if WWE is starting to show signs of more positive than negative, then I'm gonna start peeking. It's. There, I know there's a lot of people that are nervous now that Triple H is in charge of creative. There's a lot of people going like that have sat up and like, oh, wait a minute. There's also been a few people saying, um, hey, can I come back now? Yeah, right. So <laughs> we'll see how this plays out. And yeah, it's an interesting time to be a wrestling fan. All of a sudden, all of a sudden, and I said, all it took was. Vince McMahon getting kicked out of his own company because he spent $15 million shutting people up. <laughs> Who knew that was a bad uh, idea? Yeah. So, really, like, you don't use company funds to cover up your dalliances. Apparently, you do. Well, you just for a while. Don't, ex- don't expect to get away with it for long. Right. Without having to answer some questions. Somebody's going to look at the books yeah. and go, like, wait a minute. So, hey, I feel like there's precedence about somebody using questionable funds for hush money, and it was in the news, and they got busted for it. I feel like there's there's precedence to that. And he's friends with the McMahons. What? Yeah. No. They, they must share the same playbook. No. Uh, same lawyers? Probably. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So. Wow. Okay. Wrestling, that was very... This very, was... Very wrestling heavy. The greatest podcast episode of the Three Nose podcast <laughs> episode brand. Thank you for adding that. <laughs> <laughs> Man, you're really putting a lot on there. Uh, what episode? 99. 99. The greatest The greatest episode, episode ever. Uh, yeah, we're about to hit triple digits. Next week, next as a week matter we of hit fact. Triple, triple digits. What are we going to do for next week? I don't know. I don't know either. Same thing we did for the 50th. Let's Forget about it and go on to the 52nd episode. Like, <laughs> sure. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Probably. I don't know. Well, we should, well, 100 is really a major milestone. Mm-hmm. Uh, we should probably talk about something. Sure. We'll, we'll figure something. We'll figure it out. Figure right. it out. Figure it out. Game over, man. It's game over. 
This has been the Three Nose Podcast. Thank you for listening. You're still here? It's over. Go home. Y'all come back now. Yeah.